Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, uh, this is WVU basketball coach Ron Everhart, and you're listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. Ooh, I got a new one for you. I like the way that sounds. I'm about to do it for you. I like to break it down. This joint has got me open. Ooh, that's my favorite song. I put my thing in motion. I do it all night long. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. I'm joined by... We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. You are now tuned into pop culture. Today we're talking about things that should not exist. Jeremy, what's first on your list? All kinds of things. Now, when I first heard about this, saw about this, I think I saw it on TikTok or I don't know, one of them social media sites. I thought, you know, I never really given thought about things that should exist but do exist. And then it hit me with something that was undeniable. What's that? Canned bread. What is canned bread? Canned bread can't even. Are you serious? You put canned bread. You put bread in a can. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. There's no way in the world. Like, look, I'll try a lot of stuff. I'm not trying canned bread. That's disgusting. And that's nasty. Yeah. I can't say it sounds appetizing to me either. I'm not interested at all. Uh, but I will say... You got something? Yeah, I got a few things. I saw one that had umbrellas for your shoes. What? I've never heard of that. Brandon, walking around. Look look at this picture. I got you. Look at this picture. Yeah. So I have... How stupid is that? It's very stupid. Umbrellas on your shoes, very stupid. Shouldn't the main umbrella cover all of that? And more importantly, if you don't want your shoes in the rain, don't wear them when it's supposed to be raining. Sometimes just sneak up on you. Yeah, I, I get that, but pay attention. One thing I'll say that's on this list of 22 things that should not exist but do, yellow starburst. I object to that. Yellow starbursts are the second best. Uh, it's pink starburst. Everybody knows pink starburst. Right, right. The whole world knows. Pink starbursts are the juice. They're, they're the juice. They're the best without question. But Everybody you're trying to that. say yellow are the second best? Yellow is my second favorite. Nah. 
Where you go? Yellow, 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 and orange are close to the last. There's only four, but they're close to the last. I'll take red. Red. Cherry is not. You know, I'll take cherry before the other two. No, man, you're crazy. It's lemon. It's lemon. The other thing I saw that it said things that shouldn't exist. How does anybody make a six pack of hot dogs? Like when they sell six pack of hot dogs, Brandon, when you go to the store and you buy buns, every single lot of buns are eight buns. Why is that? How in the world is anybody selling a six pack of hot dogs? I don't get it. But I saw it on the list of things that shouldn't be in existence. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. Go down the list you have. Oh, well, I was I think we were on the same Okay, for example, cheeseburgers in a vending machine. That is disgusting. No, that's yeah. The that's wheel, gross. The wheel of death. That's the wheel what they of death. You're taking your chance. <laughs> you the wheel of death. Taking your yep. life in your own hands. You don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know what's gonna happen if you eat a cheeseburger from a vending machine. But that's on my list. Um, Lion King one and a half. Absolutely mm. terrible. No excuse for that movie. Should not exist. No, amen, amen. There's there's no sequel to the Lion King. I agree with that. Go ahead. Um, what else is on this list? Caffeine-free Mountain Dew. What is the point? Absolutely. That's what, what I'm the saying. There, there's certain things that they hit, and I'm like, you know what? You're right. Why make caffeine? I, oh, I like the flavor. Nobody likes the flavor. Uh, I disagree. Lots of people like Mountain Dew flavor, but not enough to just drink it without the caffeine. Why? You don't have any more? No, that's it. That's it. That's the thing. I- oh, 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 I did see Facebook post poking. Is Facebook poking still a thing? Can you still poke somebody on Facebook? I, I believe so. And we all know. Look, look, here's the thing. We don't even have to get into it. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to break it down. Because you listening, you all know what Facebook poking is. And it's ridiculous. And it's unnecessary. And the truth is, it shouldn't exist. I agree 1,000%. Another thing they're talking about was high heel Crocs. Brain, I've never seen them. But the thought, Brandon, Crocs are almost worthless. I will say this with a caveat that I do have Crocs because when I go to work, I change into my work gear and through the day, sometimes I change, you know, change my shoes back. So when I have my breaks, an hour break, two hour breaks, I can have something comfortable to wear. Not comfortable, but something. Excuse it how you want, Jay. Excuse it how you want. Something that you could easily transition to. But I'm saying Crocs to me are uh, okay. Why can't High you do, heel Crocs? Why can't you do slides? Why do you have to do Crocs? No, because of the rains. That, that, that's the reason why I do. But the Crocs don't protect you from the rain. Yeah, they do. Yeah, no, you, you have Crocs that don't have holes in them where if it rains or if you're in the know snow. Know a lot about these Crocs. Know a lot about these Crocs. <laughs> I'm answering <laughs> your question. That's what changed my, yeah. my mind one day when it snowed. I was like, yeah, I can't wear these flip-flops no more. I need Crocs. Whatever you got to do, brother. Whatever you got to do. Another thing they talk about was single-ply toilet paper. Paper We all know that. But I will also say we all know about the struggle. Sometimes the struggle is real. It also talks about things that shouldn't exist. Is the plastic over DVDs. And I understand it. But I don't get it. I thought you were going to say you understand that nobody has DVDs anymore. Nobody. When's the last time you bought a DVD? It's a long time ago. Long time ago. But some bought- people do. And for y'all who remember the times where you had to like break that that plastic on the DVD, it was annoying and unnecessary. But yeah. anyways, that's what it is. Things that exist that don't need to exist. What do you have? What do you look at? What do you see that's that's completely unnecessary? Let us know. RVK, get at us. Wrap me, boys. Do you have cold floors in your home? 
It may be time to insulate your crawl space because cold air is rising into the rest of your home. Alfred Home Solutions can fix this problem. Call them today at 304-317-4105 today to book your free insulation estimate. Again, 304-317-4105. Don't wait. Insulate. That intro, you already know what it is. Five questions, five answers from the RBK. Yo, Jay, take it away. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another segment of I Got Five on it featuring your favorite guys, the Raspy Voice Kids. Brandon and Jeremy are ready. Let's get down to the first blank. Gabe Ostaboyan coming back to WVU for another year means blank for West Virginia. It means... Defensive leadership, but it also means not enough. Okay. Gabe coming back means not enough. It's an important piece. Every single team that you get, you need this junkyard dog, this guy who's willing and able to do everything, rebound, drop for loose balls, play defense, the heart and the soul, the passion. It is big. As long as we get McBride McNeil to come back. <laughs> if we could get McBride McNeil to come back, it's huge. Because he's a glue point. He's a hustle guy. He's a junkyard dog. He's a piece to the puzzle. You need that. If Gabe went pro, who was going to be that for our team? If Gabe did what? If Gabe left West Virginia, <laughs> who would be that for our team? <laughs> we need we needed we need that guy. Now we have that guy. Now we have to worry about getting our scores back. That's yep. how I feel. We need them. We need them bad. Number two, West Virginia losing to Gonzaga by only five points and taking Baylor to overtime. Had you feeling blank? Nothing. It has me feeling nothing. What has me feeling something is are the people who keep wanting to hang banners and want to hang their hats on the fact that we only lost to Gonzaga by five, kept it within single digits, that we only we took Baylor to overtime and could have, if not should have, won that game. Who cares? I'm tired of being in the feel-good Olympics. That's all this is. Trying to feel good about something that shouldn't feel good. It's a loss. It's an L. I don't care if they win the title or not. It doesn't matter. So I feel nothing when I think about those stats. Nothing. And also, Suggs was hurt for a lot of that game. That's the only reason it was within within five points. Sorry. Well, those losses have me feeling depressed. We showed what we could do. We show what we could be. We show the word I hate the most in life. Potential of WVU. We didn't realize it. Now you can count that as a moral victory. You can have a wrestling championship belt and say, hey, we only lost by to, to the Zags by under 10 points. Nobody else has done this in the year. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. At all. Like Dom said off of Fast and Furious in the first one, the original one, it doesn't matter if you lose by a mile or by a second or, or, or a minute or by a second. Winning is winning and losing is losing. And you don't hang banners for hanging with a good team. The most important thing is we already knew that. We knew that we had the 
keyword potential to be great. And so it just makes it even more depressing when I'm watching teams play after the round of 32 that I keep looking at like, we can play with them. We can beat them. We're better than them. Number three, the WVU defense after all these opt-outs will be blank this year. Fine. They'll be fine. I They're not going to lead the, the nation in defense again. They're not going to. Um, losing Darius Stills, even though we have replacements. We don't have a nose tackle replacement. We have guys who can fill in on the defensive line. Um, that's big enough. But to lose the depth we had in the secondary, that's the biggest issue. With as many plays as gets run in the Big 12 often, the depth is going to be the biggest issue in that secondary. Even if you get transfers in, we'll see how they pan out. But I think the defense overall will be fine. Brandon, <laughs> this is the reason why my heart ends up hurt every year. Statistically, we may not be number one in the country next year, but I feel like this year's team will be more dominant than last year. Defensively? Defensively, this year's defense will be more dominant. There were times last year that we may have had the number one team defense in the country, statistically speaking, but we couldn't get off the field. There's times when we needed big stops and we couldn't get those stops. I have a good, I just, I have this feeling, Brandon, we're going to be more dominant this year. We're going to be able to get those, those teams off the field in the fourth quarter when we need to. I think we're going to be more suffocating. I don't think we're going to be a better total defense, but I think we're going to be a more dominant defense than we were last year. I'll have what he's having. (laughs) Number four. If you had to have a dominant unit on the WVU football team this year, that unit would be blank. Always the quarterback. Always the quarterback. If you have a transcendent quarterback, you can do things that otherwise would not be um, possible. That unit has the ball in their hands at all times. That unit gets you national attention. That unit makes the players around them better. That unit can um, overcome a bad offensive line quarterback give me the quarterback room if i'm getting one position group to be dominant if i'm getting one unit to be dominant the interesting thing is you said quarterback and i saw probably one of the greatest quarterbacks in the world if not top three that's patrick mahomes and when you don't have an offensive line there's nothing you can do don't what what were you gonna say go ahead his issue was defense not offensive line the chiefs couldn't score Oh, you're talking about the, in, in the, the Super Bowl. Bowl because his offensive line yeah, was but, hurt. So you have one of the best three quarterbacks in the world, and it didn't matter. Here's my still thing: got the ball to guys, and the ball hit them in the face. One time, one time, one time. That's seven points. Okay. My point is, if I have to have one deep, one uh, uh, dominant, we said dominant. We didn't say okay. We didn't say good. We said dominant. You give me one dominant unit, Brandon. You know who I want? Defensive line. Defensive line. I'm say that. You put pressure on the quarterback. You get them out of there. Even if your offense stinks, all they have to do is score 70 points because your defensive line helps your secondary. It helps your offense. It helps everybody. Give me the defensive line. That's what I want. Number five. I think the transfer portal is blank. A fact of life. It doesn't matter what I think about it anymore. It doesn't matter if I'm forward or against it. It doesn't matter if I think it needs tweaked. It doesn't matter if I think it's unfair to coaches. 
that's what it is, and that's what you got to deal with. And like Neil Brown said, it's his job to figure it out. It's his job and every other head coach's job. This is a fact of life. That's how I view it when you give me the fill in the blank. I think the transfer portal is free agency because that's what it is. Say what you say what you want. No tampering. We can't talk to. Yeah, right. It's going down. College football free agency, a.k.a. the transfer portal. Well, that's it. Those are the five questions. Those are the five answers. That's what we got. Let us know where we got it right. Let us know where we got it wrong. Be honest. I don't care where you think I got it wrong. But tell me anyway. Hey, get at me, JM Fiend. Get at us, the RVK. Rap me, boys. Time to talk all things Mountaineers. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by Jeremy J.N. Phoenix. Yep, I'm here. We are here talking about the Mountaineers, football, basketball, baseball, and any other kind of Mountaineer sport you can think of that we can think of at the moment. We're going to start with... I want to talk about Alec Manoa. I know as of... I, I think he's pitched maybe another time after this. But look, man, the Blue Jays are giving him so much love right now. They put out a post on Twitter talking about how he only pitched seven innings and he has 15 strikeouts. Let's show some love. Let's show some love for the former Mountaineer, the big-time pitcher, Alec Manoa. Applause, applause, all around applause. Let's also show some love for the current Mountaineer, the freshman Mountaineer. Who's putting on a show, Brandon? The way he's batting, the way he's hitting home runs, doing big things, Mikey Kluska, they said Mikey. I was going to call him Big Mike. But we'll call him Mikey. Mikey Kluska. Let's give him props at, uh, for the WVU program, man. Big things. Yeah, he's batting 342, I believe. Also, also, let's look at N to the Izzo. B to the Izzo. What? Nikki Izzo Brown. Yeah, I know. But what was that? I don't know, man. <laughs> Straight off the dome, man. <laughs> Original! <Yeah. laughs> Nikki Izzo Brown into the Izzo. I'm telling you. She's killing it. In the top five. Once again, like I said, we don't have individual sports. We have a whole program. These women's soccer players are getting it done. They beat Duke last week. Top five Duke program. And we're in the top five now. Let's get it done. Hail West Virginia, baby. We love seeing it. Let's talk West Virginia football because spring practice has begun. Spring has sprung. Neil Brown and his boys getting ready. Jeremy, do you have any thoughts besides the transfer portal? Do we want to talk about the transfer portal? No, I was going to talk about it all, man. I mean, I think it's a big deal. Like people have been talking about, you know, Tyke Smith uh, going, you know, to new places and uh, Vincent Ocoli, you know. Going David to, Vincent Ocoli. Making a move, you know what I mean? Making Which, a move, nothing. The rumors are he got some legal trouble. And because if you notice, he's not on the team, but he's not in the transfer portal. Okay. So I don't know any details about that. I just know what I've been told. Rumors only. But um, he's not necessarily in the transfer portal. He's just not on the team. Okay. He's not on the team. He, he's not here anymore. You also look at Drayshon. Drayshon went to Auburn. He's out of here. Peace. Goodbye. You know, he made new moves. So it's one of the things where you can look at the West Virginia defense and think, hey, look, we were number one overall last year. And now we're losing all these kind of players. And I'll be honest with you, B, there's for a, for a moment I felt kind of down. But instead of looking at all the people that we lost, look at what we're getting back. Look what's coming in. 
Look what's coming in to accentuate what we have on defense, on offense. The big offensive lineman from Virginia Tech. No, from West Virginia. Yes. Doug Nestor. Doug Nestor. Then think about all the players that we're getting on defense. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's certain players that are leaving. The problem is not that there's certain players leaving. It's where they're leaving. They're all leaving from the secondary. But that's my question. It's not spread out. And I I love that. Okay, I I don't love that. No, no, I I actually hate that. But the fact that, all right, Tyke Smith left All-American. We Look, ain't nobody in West Virginia going to question if this dude can ball or not. But there's a dude named Scotty Young from Arizona that played the bowl game last year. Yeah. Who's supposed to be pretty, pretty good. Who can come in and fill that spot. Don't forget. Now, granted, this is not a transfer portal thing, but we're getting uh, um, Kerry Martin Jr. back. Yep. He wasn't here for a year. He took off for for COVID protocol, and he's back now, and that's in the secondary. And he was a freshman All-American. That's a big thing to say. Then also think about the the stud that we're getting from Penn State. You know what's funny about uh, Lance Dixon? The funny thing is I saw a picture the other day, and I kept thinking, who is number 10 on defense? And the reason why it hit me, like, who's number 10 on defense? Because this guy, he looks the part. He, um, You can see in his forearms, they're ripped. You can tell that he's been putting in the work. I was thinking, who was number 10 on defense? He's clearly not a freshman. He's too big to be a freshman. He's been in the program too long to be a freshman. Then it hit me, oh, snap, that's Lance Dixon from Penn State, linebacker. That's a big-time addition. Former four-star. Also, if you look at the defensive line, yes, we lost Darius Still. He's a monster. But we have Dante coming back. We have Akeem Mesidor coming back. We have Jalen Thornton who can step up. We got Sean Martin who who is supposed, you know, these we, we have a lot of potential along that defensive line, as well as other people who have been there and we have brought in. I'm not one of the people who want to say that everything's perfect when it's not. But I think this defense is going to be fine. Yes, we lost a couple of defensive backs, but like I said, we got some people in the secondary. We also got don't don't forget Andrew uh, Wilson, yeah Wilson Lamb. Lamb, the kid like like they said uh, already, he's a little undersized, but he looks athletic enough to be able to cover people. Let's see if he can tackle, and that's a big thing. But as in covering people, he should be able to step right in. We talked to little Fufu, little Fufu, TJ Simmons. Simmons. That's right. He told us, he said, Daryl Porter Jr. He, he mentioned this before I read it anywhere. He said, Daryl Porter Jr. and Jackie Matthews are ready to take the next step. They're ballers. So for me, I'm not worried about that, and, and I think our defense is going to be fine. I just worry about depth. That's what I worry about. I worry about depth, and I also worry if it has an underlying meaning, if there's more going on than meets the eye than just players leaving. It doesn't sound like it. Tyke Smith was mutual. Drayshawn Miller was a surprise for Coach Brown, evidently. Um, and David Vincent Acoli, I I would guess it caught everybody by surprise because it was an unexpected circumstance. But we'll have to wait and see. I just don't like losing our number one recruit from last year and all those players in the same position. Shadon Brown's got his he's got his uh work cut out for him. Now moving to basketball. Well, yeah, moving to basketball. Well, what did you think about what did you think about um Neil Brown saying that there would be no starters? penciled in after spring i like it i mean i hope he's real here's the truth i really hope he's real especially when we're talking about the quarterback position um because i think that's the most glaring and the most important to a football team i thought it was defensive line 
<laughs> what I wanted to say was most people think it's yeah. <laughs> most important to a football team because um, it's only one of those. But um, I hope I hope it's real. I hope it's real, and I hope he goes in with a clear mind. And whoever this, whoever's best, he allows to play. I I I do feel like I feel like Neil Brown is um, conservative, very 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 conservative, especially when it comes to the quarterback. And so I worry that he's going to Urban Meyer it, and the guy who's been with him that he's built a repertoire with is just going to start no matter what. But I need him to be more like uh, Nick Saban or Dabo, who takes Tua over Jalen Hurts. Trevor Lawrence over whoever that guy was at Clemson. That's right. Whoever is the actual best. That's what I need Neil Brown to be, to take that best player. So he's saying it's open. I hope he really means it. And I hope he really will give it to the player who deserves it most. All right. So we're moving to basketball. Transfer portal has not hit us there, uh, except for what we talked about already. Emmett Matthews and Jordan McCabe. Um, To me, not major losses. It seems like it would be, but... Those guys, neither one of them ever lived up to their potential, even though they both worked very hard, and I was glad they were here with our program. That said, Jeremy, there are people who think that Derek Culver might go. There are people who think that Sean McNeil... Uh, Might go where? (laughs) Exactly. Off the team, somewhere else. Oh, transfer. Okay. Well, transfer or try to play overseas. Okay. Like, who do you think was better? Goggles? Who's Goggles? What's his name? Um, you know what I'm talking about. I forget his name. Devin. Uh, Devin. Devin. Yeah, number forty-one. Forty-one. Devin. Uh, Devin. Yeah, our boy Devin. Oh, it's killing me. All right, you gonna look for it. I'm gonna let him look for it. You, you, you want to look for it? I was gonna go with uh, Devin forty-one, but Devin forty-one. Devin Williams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Devin, Devin Williams. Goggles. Goggles. Who's better, Culver or Devin Williams? Devin Williams. <laughs> Why are you He's laughing? Dead. You just said that off the top of your head. No thoughts. Devin Williams never first team all Big Twelve. I don't care. I watch him score. I feel like he had more of a uh, forceful impact. I mean, I like Derek Culver. I like DC. Um, obviously, put up big stats, but I, I'm taking Devin Williams. Devin Williams gives us an inside presence. The reason I ask that is because Devin Williams plays. Overseas. I know, I know so why I, you asked that. So I, I know exactly why you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, it's none of my business. Whatever he decides, I mean, uh, where he goes from here doesn't matter to me. My question is whether he stays and goes. And I hope he stays because I feel like if you add other players to that. So if you look at the bases that West Virginia has, if you look at McBride, if McBride comes back, if McNeil comes back, I know those are two big ifs. Culver. I don't think McNeil's that big of an if. He's putting his name in there for evaluation. They're going to promptly tell him he's not going to be a first two round pick, and he'll come back. Okay. With more information about what he needs to do McNeil to be an NBA player. McNeil comes back. McBride comes back. Culver comes back. Then you have the junkyard dog that you need. Gabe Osaboyan back. So now Which I don't feel the same way about everybody does. So now, Brandon, if you get a couple pieces, let's say you get. A big man who can block shots like mm, the Georgetown dude, the guy's name who I can't say, yeah, who averaged one point eight blocks and fourteen points a game, and so on, uh, so whatever rebounds, he comes in to pair with Culver, and you bring in another transfer that could come in. You add these pieces to what we already have. It could be a special year. I'm not getting excited. No, not in the least, because I've learned better. 
I'm a Mountaineer fan and I've learned better. I'm just saying, if you get a couple pieces to add to this team that's pretty much going to be the same next year, um, then we maybe could make it to the Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why did we have to play Syracuse? It was just a bad matchup. I felt bad about it from the beginning. Me too. Me we were told not to too. feel bad about it but but or to be worried about it, but I'm sorry. I, I didn't feel good about it from the beginning. And not just because Syracuse has our number, but because I didn't think this team was built for it the way I, I thought our shooters were. But the more I thought about it, Gabe and Derek not being able to score six or seven feet from the basket – made it very clear that we weren't going to be able to beat that zone. And, of course, they had a great game shooting. Couldn't be a cold game. Couldn't be off. Of course not. That'd be too much to ask for. They had to shoot lights out. Um, So we covered basketball. Who we think is coming back. Um, The last thing I have. Do you have anything else? No, not for all things Mountaineer. The last thing I have, this has nothing to do with the Mountaineers. It's just something that I saw that I thought was super interesting. Brandon, do you know how much Brian Kelly, the head coach of Notre Dame football, makes in a year? I do. Yeah, you do now. You do now because we talked about it. Yeah. But here's the truth. I was shocked, flabbergasted. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. All right, Mountaineer Nation. I want you to. All right, so so Neil Brown. How much? much how much does Neil Brown make? I my guess was three million, but let's see to make sure. I, I think we a little over three million, something something like over a little over three million. Brandon's looking it up right now, and it tells exactly how much Neil Brown, the head coach at West Virginia football, makes. Yeah, I was right. Three point zero five five million. So Neil Brown makes three million. I'm going to ask you, Mountaineer Nation, how much does Notre Dame has a whole movie, has has a has a uh, uh, channel on regular TV, NBC. NBC, every single week that shows their game. They won't join a conference because they're making so much more money off of this NBC contract, making money hand over fist. How much money do you think uh, uh, Brian Kelly is making? Do you want to know the answer? $1.6 million. $1.66 million. Brandon, that's almost, that's almost less. That's almost half of what? Almost half of what Neil Brown makes. He's not even in the top 30 of coaches. That's, but he's got it's got to be made up by endorsements, is what I'm thinking. And 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 also incentives in his contract. I don't care what incentives or endorsements. Notre Dame, you have the nerve to be bougie and to be so we better win and we better win right now. You have the nerve to have this is <laughs> 1.6 million. Brandon, 1.6 million? Yeah. I Brandon, I have a guy I work with. He told me that, and I was shocked when he said it, and I didn't believe it. I Googled it myself. The audacity of Notre Dame football to say anything ever but, but good job. Thank you. <laughs> is ridiculous. $1.6 million for Brian Kelly. I don't have nothing else to say. That's what you get. You get what you pay for. You so get the question is, is Neil Brown for. overpaid? No, no, Brandon Neil Brown's not the highest paid coach. There's plenty of coaches who make this money. Overpaid. There's plenty of coaches who make what Neil Neil Brown makes or more. Uh, Brian Kelly is severely like he has low self esteem. Brandon, (laughs) 
I don't know. No, it's got to be made up. There's no way he's making that little. I don't care where it's made up. 1.6? No, I'm telling you, in the contract with incentives, it's got to be made up. It's crazy. I just want to bring that up because for me, it blew my mind. But that's all we got. We'll get at you next week. Right, my boys. Mountaineer state of mind. Time to figure out which numbers come to mind when you hear these Mountaineers' names, or actually, which Mountaineers come to mind when you hear these Mountaineer numbers. Jeremy, what do we have today? Well, today we have a recap of last week. We missed three, Brandon. Number 23. Given out by our dude, our homeboy, Seth from Clendenin. Number 23, Broderick Jenkins. Good one. 017. That's what's up. We also missed number 24, Damian Owens. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bad miss. You know, 24, Hakeem Bailey. I said Hakeem Bailey. Did you? 100% I said Hakeem Bailey. Okay. Okay. I almost, eat, I almost ate something real quick. Knew I didn't need to be chewing the microphone. So. so, never mind. We didn't miss Hakeem Bailey. So, it was just Damian Owens and Broderick Jenkins. Our apologies. But this week we have 25, 26, and 27. And I say that with a laugh because I don't have a whole lot, Brandon. I thought I did, but I don't. Brandon, this, this one's tough. These are tough. I didn't think the 20s were going to be so tough. I neither. That's what a lot of young people are saying these days. 25, Brandon. You got anything for 25? Yeah. Darwin <laughs> Cook. <laughs> but I got two, actually. I feel like you actually looked. I'll be honest no, with I you. Look. All right, go ahead. Darwin Cook. I mean, I, it's easy to remember that one. Orange Bowl hero for a lot of people. Um, and then Truck Bryant, who wore 25 at a point in his career. There you go. He swept He swept it. Be honest with you. I don't know if I believe whether he, that no, came I got him. I got him. But those are the only two I had. Couldn't think of no more. And when I say no more, I mean no more for any number. <laughs> Sweet. 26. I thought of Daryl Worley, but Daryl Worley was only 26 in the pros. Was it? Yeah, that's like 26 and 27. No, no. Rick Sherrod was 27. Good one. Boom. Sherrod was 27. Um, I could have swore Various Sparrow was 26 last year, but they said he was 22. All right. Okay. So, so this is what we're going to do. Since me and Brandon clearly are terrible right now. Mountaineer Nation, tell us. Yeah, Ricky Shroff, 27. Let us know who was number 26 and who was number 27 for West Virginia. Basketball, football, baseball, any of them. There was no basketball because, remember, you're not allowed to sixes or sevens oh, in right. basketball. That's so right. it's, just, it's just football. I can't remember any tw- number 26s that were amazing. When I think of number 26, honestly, I think of Sean Taylor. Yeah. Miami, the U. That's all we got for Mountaineer State of Mind. If I if I see number twenty seven, the first number that pops in my head, Rodney is, Hampton is Rodney Hampton, Rodney. New York Giants Super Bowl. Um, other than that, I don't know. I don't know. You think of any twenty sixes? Seriously, think of any. No, I'm not just talking about West Virginia. Any any twenty sixes um, in any sports? I said Daryl Worley is the one I thought of. Clinton Portis. Uh, Clint, Clinton Portis twenty eight. No, he's twenty six. Okay. Uh, Clinton Portis and and uh, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Other than that, yeah, man, I I got nothing for you guys. 
Well, let us know what we missed. We know we missed two, so give us two at least. Get at us. Holla at your boys for RVK. Rat me, boys! Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, Here we go. Final four time. Can't believe we're already here. You got UCLA, Gonzaga, Baylor, and Houston. We should be the ones coming out of the coming out of Houston's bracket, but we didn't. We weren't able to pull it off. Houston did. I want to give props to Kelvin Sampson. Happy for that dude getting to where he's gotten. Two teams in the final four. Very few coaches have done that. One of them is Bobby Huggins. Bobby Huggins should be in the Hall of Fame. That's what I got. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.